You're listening to Wild Takes presented by 10,000 Takes. Opa! Welcome to the Wild Takes Podcast, presented by 10,000 Takes. This is the podcast where we talk about the wild and give our takes. I am Dev. With me, as always, is my surreptitiously attractive co-host, Zooch. Zooch, how the hell are you, buddy? Hey, we're doing great. It's a, it's a beautiful day out here in Minnesota. The weather is nice. Yeah. Uh, I don't feel like I could freeze to the side of the road right now when I'm walking around, you know? It's like... It's almost... It was so cold here last week where you could, like, walk... And if your shoes had a little bit of moisture on it from, say, like the night before you stepped in some snow. Oh, I hate when that happens. Hot air all night. You could step on that ice and you wouldn't go anywhere. You just stick. And, uh, you know, uh, you're sticking your yeah. uh, tongue to a pole. Not fun. But we got through it. And uh, I think Minnesotans are stronger for it. <laughs> I, I tend to agree. I think that uh, Minnesotans are among the strongest there is. So good job, guys. <laughs> Well, hey, let's uh let's get right into it, man. Uh, with our cup clinks and stick taps, Zooch, you want to go first? Sure. Are we gonna do cup clink first? Follow whatever you want, buddy. Follow my little heart. Okay. Well, my cup clink this week is a cup snake. Hell yeah! As, uh, you guys haven't heard, we're doing another cup snake this upcoming Wednesday, um, eight thirty, Colorado Avalanche in town. Uh, it's going to be a great matchup with the Wild. Hopefully the Wild are playing a little better by then. Maybe there's a trade that happens between now and then. Uh, I was we'll touch, touch on that. with one of my uh, buddies last night that watches more hockey than the other buddies I have, which is weird in the state of hockey. I don't have more hockey-watching friends, but that's neither here nor there. But he was talking, and he thinks after next game, if it's, if it's another train wreck of a game, someone's going. Like, there's going to be a move that happens because Billy – he doesn't sit there and watch teams spiral out of control for too long. You know, every time we seem to have a a bad spell of games, he's always there to make a move that counter or counteracts it. So we'll see what he has up his sleeve this time. Yeah, if, we'll if see. they lose, uh, well, last night as you're listening. So we'll we don't know, but you will. So oh yeah, we got Vegas. Uh... Vegas. I forgot yeah. that's literally tonight. Yeah, mm-hmm. me too. I thought it was tomorrow for some reason. Yeah, we got the Devils on Saturday. Hey, hey, hey. All right. Um. Yeah. Sick. Hell yeah. Uh. My my cup clink is um Patrick Beverly. He might be coming home. Um. Less than twenty four hours. Coming home. Yeah. Right. Coming home. <laughs> less than twenty four hours after the Wolves traded D'Angelo Russell and uh, uh what was it? D'An- D'Lo. And it was a three-team trade. It was D'Angelo Russell, uh, Malik Beasley, and Jared Vanderbilt. And in return, got Mike Conley and three second-round picks. Um, the Lakers then shipped off Pat Bev for Mo Bamba. So Pat Bev gets sent to Orlando and then immediately gets bought out. And the Timberwolves are like, hello, remember us? We would like you to come home. And <laughs> God damn it, that seems to be the case. Uh, as we're recording this, literally – Two minutes ago, Dane Moore tweeted out that a reunion is in the works. So throw your jerseys up in the air like you just don't care. Jump up on the scores table. Let's go. The most electric moment in the 
last 20 years of Timberwolves is has a chance to run it back. The Wolves, I don't know, you know, maybe Mike Conley will be a slightly better fit because he is a little bit better of a passer. I don't know. We'll see. But that is not the point. The point is Pat Bev's coming home. The Wolves are going to finally play with some fucking bite again. Please, please, Wolves, please, please. Well, and I think Conley played well with Gobert too, if I, if I remember. That's what correctly. they say. I didn't watch any I've never seen jazz it, so. back in the day, so. I don't know. All my like, like I just said, I don't have a lot of hockey watching friends. I hate all the. I played basketball last night, and all those guys are huge Wolves fans, and they all seem that it's a it's a great move for us. So I yeah. take their gut instinct. Uh, yeah, I hated it in I the just, moment. I hate. Yeah, I hate losing D'Lo, and I get why you have to trade him, but I hated it in the moment. Cap, um, the cap works different in the NBA, right? Like I don't. Yeah. Him, yeah. So. He had to be moved, otherwise that cap he had for next year, whatever, whatever. It's expiring, but yeah, like yeah, whatever he was projected to make would have been ridiculous. Right. So yeah, I understand. Yeah. I mean, we are, so we're recording this literally, like right now, this exact second of the time that I'm recording it is the end of the actual NBA trade deadline, which is convenient because my stick tap is the NHL trade deadline. <laughs> um, so the uh, the NHL trade deadline is coming up. Uh, it actually happens to be on the same day that my wife turns 30, so I'm not going to be paying any attention uh, on the actual day, but leading up to it is going to be fun as hell, and the Blues have kicked off uh, deadline season by shipping out Vladimir Tarasenko to the Rangers in exchange for, let me pull this up, uh, Sammy Blaze, Nico Mikola, a first, and then supposedly there's another pick and another prospect coming back. So that's a hell of a haul for uh, for Vladdy T. What are your thoughts, Zooch? I'm glad the blues are folding. Um, yeah, that's true. On the season. Um, I don't know. It really, I don't really think this affects the wild at all. We don't have many games left with them. So I'm pretty sure we played them three times already. Uh, we have two games left against the blues. Okay. So maybe it does help us a little bit. Maybe we can get a couple wins out of those games, but yeah, I, I it's going to be really interesting. The wild are in a very, sensitive spot it's like do we make a move to get a top six forward because it'll help us or you know i I just don't know what they do or how they view the team because if to me i feel like if you add a top six forward it's going to help them in the long run obviously but (laughs) i track that uh they're gonna have to do gymnastics with the contract and they probably can't keep anyone that they're gonna trade for so it's gonna be a rental i don't think it's worth doing it for a rental though no i don't think so either at least not a rental that would make a difference like if you're only gonna have 30 some odd games with a guy you know plus whatever the plus a playoff run like i don't know like I, i there was a handful of wild fans that were saying like we should be all in on timo meyer no absolutely not um unless you like want to do some sort of like weird tomfoolery where we do, we orchestrate like basically a sign and trade uh, after the season. Cause like, there's just no way that giving up assets for Timo Meyer could like, I don't think let's put it this way. Timo Meyer is not the P is not the one piece that's missing from this wild team that is going to turn them into a cup contender. He's a very, very good player. I, I, I love watching him play, but like, I don't think, 
the Wild are automatic. I don't think the Wild become cup favorites if you add Timo Meyer into this lineup. No, I do think you need to get Boldy, another guy on his line, dude. I'm, I, yeah, but years old in his first full season, he needs a crutch, and it, that doesn't mean he's a boss. That doesn't mean he's not worth his contract, but he needs. He needs help, man. Everybody needs some help. Yeah, he needs. I mean, look at Kaprizov. Exactly. Looks helped uh, Kaprizov's development into the NHL to become the player he's become. I mean, come on, get real. Yeah, no, one hundred percent. So that's where I'll I'll push back on Timo Meyer because I think he would. I don't think he turns this into a cup contender, but if you put him opposite Matt Boldy, yeah, that'd be great. But like. At, you know, the uh, apparently the going rate for an expiring guy, an expiring scoring forward is apparently two players, a first and a prospect. I don't think that's worth it for this year. Like, unless you can figure well, out. I, I fuck, I'd throw Dumba and Hartman in a trade together with one of our prospects. I mean, you got a plethora of them. I'm just saying. <laughs> I I still, I don't think that's, I, I don't know. I guess agree to disagree because I just I don't. Dumba Greenway, Dumba Hartman. I mean, I've pounded Greenway's drum a it, lot. It feels I, it feels like Greenway's good. on the outs. It really yeah, does. he just hasn't been good. And we know that the Sharks love Greenway because of uh, David Quinn. Well, I get that he's not a scoring forward, and that's what I've always used. But at the same time, I mean, dude, six points. Yeah, and <laughs> what forty something games? Yeah, that's not good. Tough. That's another thing we talked about. It was like he should be scoring twenty to twenty-five goals a year, easy with his size. Should and, be, but and he's not even going to hit. The, my buddy goes, he's not going to hit fifteen goals. He's not going to hit like, ten. He's not going to hit fifteen points. Yeah, for real. He hits fifteen points. I mean, yeah. Fuck. No, but I'm I'm, I'm with you. Other uh, on other struggling hockey players. My my stick tap is the Minnesotan Cup, where ten. <laughs> Hey, you know what? We might have lost three games, but we had a hell of a hell of a a time out there, and we had a much better showing than last year where we won a game. Which I know you're like, wait, you won a game, but you had a better showing this year where you lost three. And I yes, we uh, we lost a heartbreaker to a bunch of 21 year old kids who just got done playing high school hockey a few years back, and uh, we lost four three after giving three goals up in the final three minutes. So Ooh. that was fun. Sorry, Connor. <laughs> just so just so I'm clear, you were up three one with three minutes to go. And we lost four three. Hmm. Yeah. Did yeah. I, feel, I feel like yeah, I feel like Bopes is is He played it aloud. Man. I feel like he Well, not- he said he he claims he felt it coming. He was like, Yeah, they were they were pushing. I could feel them about to score. In the last goal, it was it was funny. He goes yeah, I could have got my glove on it. I was like, dude, it was a two-on-one backdoor open net one-timer. We're like, he, yeah, he had a great play on it, and he almost got it. But it's like, dude, that wasn't your fault at all. Popes nah, is the man. But as the, it was hilarious. So to kind of fuck with teams, so we put like we we had a captain and three assistant captains. It was like stitched onto the jersey and shit. So they gave me the C. I believe Marlo, uh, Zane, and Jake had the A's, and it was funny. We were getting chirped all day. People were like, "Oh, look at these guys!" You know, <laughs> C's and the A's. But as the as the captain of our Minnesota Cup team, we uh, could have played better towards the end. I was screaming, "Clear the puck!" The entirety of that like last three minutes because there wasn't any icing. So I was like, oh. "Just get the puck yeah. and sh- the ice." What are we doing here? Are these bullshit too? Or? Oh yeah. Oh yeah. So I was like, fucking just throw it, dude. 
But uh, yeah, no, they scored with 30 seconds left to make it 4-3. And I believe it was me, Marlo, and Marlo's, uh, I think Northern Lids, Nick, his name is. He runs Northern Lids. And I think Cody was out there too. But we, we go flying down the ice. Probably our best, like, full ice passing performance of the day. And I had a chance where the goalie made a save. The Nick shot at goalie made a save. Then he goes around the net and we center Marlo and Marlo like had an open net and the goalie comes diving across and he makes another save Damn. and whistles blow. And it like goalie gets up and gives me a hug. He's like, that was so much fun. I was like, Holy <laughs> I was like, yeah, come here. He wouldn't you know, be like, happy it, it, if you'd actually potted one though. Yeah, it was Zane had a great uh, performance in that game. He scored all three of them in that one. So that helped. Little Hattie, all right. He sprung him a few times. Let's let's get that in control. He scored like a Gronland one on oh uh goal though. Oh, where he, against Colorado where the goalie Yeah, tripped. yeah, yeah. He scored one like exactly like that and it was crazy. Zane's pretty good. So Yeah. No, I mean he used to be on a line with Brock Besser, right? That's the the line I've always heard. Yeah, he yeah, he played with Brock. <laughs> Back when Burnsville wasn't just dog shit and merged with uh, Apple Valley. That can't make him too happy. Yeah, that's tough. Um, all right, man. Well, uh, that's yeah, that's uh, stick taps and t- cup clinks. Uh, we're gonna take a quick break. Uh, after the break, we're gonna be joined by our good buddy and friend of the brand, E White, on the mic. Our next guest is a very special guest. You can hear his sultry voice over on your airwaves at 101.3 KDWB and see his beautiful face over on Fox 9 and all over TikTok. Please welcome E. White on the mic. What up, E. White? Did you just hit me with sultry? That's an adjective I've never really had applied to myself. I love that. Sure did. <laughs> Let's go. What's up, yeah. boys? How we feel? It's a wonderful day. Uh, if you just ignore the fact that the wild are having a having a rough go of it but other than that you know the the sun is shining the birds are chirping oh come oh. on it's beautiful this week oh. we're in it's uh it's it's snow melt weather right yeah. now we're, we're, in... we're, we're talking full spring baby we are yep. we are in early spring spring-y. come on yeah come on no well, well the, here's the thing it's like in a week from now it'll be negative numbers again oh yeah yep. absolutely yeah it'll break our heart you already it's know. funny we, we talked about that the other day um it's like every time you think it's over it's it's melting we're good we're gonna get hit with like 15 inches of snow here 100 it's Oops. happening yeah no my, every my mom, time my mom five minutes before we started recording this just sent me the uh the annual list of new snowplow names uh, oh yeah <laughs> Some of them, I, you know what? Don't hate some of them, but uh, what do you call it? Whatever the Cleopatra spinoff one. Trash. That was tough. That was That's horrible. I didn't, I didn't really understand Cleopatra, I, I think is what Cleopatra. they're going for. I hate yeah. it. I didn't like you're a blizzard, Harry, either. Oh, I like that one. <laughs> that, was like, that, was, that was number one, and I get it, but like, I don't know. <laughs> you so, don't like that? I like that one. You're it's, a bl- it's funny. That's, but That's it's, funny. Biggest snub, in my opinion, uh, Harmon Chillabrew. Like, oh, absolutely. that one's oh, snub. that one's great. That's like Aunt Edwards, like in the All Star Game snub. Like that is yeah. like yeah. absolute level of that. Oh my god, it's just such a bummer. Yeah, so we good. Had that over the like, clear better call salt. Better call salt. Yeah, that's a tough one too. That's it, they tried too hard. Yeah, you know, exactly. They just tried too hard. Yeah. 
Um, well, since we're here, I like the didn't uh, didn't World Hockey Report tweeted us say theirs in Edmonton is like uh, Connor McBladeski or something because Ew. the thing is a blade on it. I stop I doing that, that to Connor. Like for yeah, every I, single time, they just like you can't just say Mick and then add something at the end. Yeah, right. Relax. Yeah. Okay, we get it. He's God. We know that. Yeah, we get it. He's the best player in the league. He might be the best player ever. Like, yeah, we get knows? it. God, All right. Man. Um, I my personal favorite of of the uh, of the the eight finalists here, uh, Blader Tot Hot Dish. That's a good one. Yeah, that made, that made me laugh. That's fine. Um. Also, shout out to Sleetwood Mac. That's solid. Doesn't. It's not the most applicable, but it's a solid a solid pun. Um, they're coming. Yeah, man. Yeah, I was gonna say Stevie's coming through this uh this summer, I guess. So anyway, sorry, I got off topic. (laughs) No, I get it, man. Uh, that was that's all on me, man. No, so we we wanted to have you on E White because you know while we're talking about you know the snowplows and stuff, my understanding is that your 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 project recently has been going around to all the different barns in in Minnesota and figuring out which ones are the best ones to just play hockey in. Is that more or less right? Yeah, so, you know, we, a combination of different things right now, man. I mean, we got Puck Patrol right now, KDWB, where we're going around to all the different high schools and everything, doing, uh, you know, just hyping up the crowd and everything at games, and that's been super fun. Uh, but I think just, like, you know, the thing that's been really interesting is just going around to the different colleges and everything. So, obviously, um, you know, we don't have a lot of college hockey out on the East Coast. It's, like, mostly, at least on, like, you know, in Philly, like, the Mid-Atlantic area. Like, yeah, you have, like, Penn State. You have Mercyhurst. That's all the way on the other side of Pennsylvania. You go up further north to um, New England. That's where you get, like, you know, more of the co- hockey culture. Mm-hmm. Uh, but here, there's just so much passion. So, I was like, all right, let's see, like, what schools have been – you know, are like the most hype at their games and everything. And so it's been interesting for sure. And obviously like the goal is to expand it beyond Minnesota, but beyond, you know, Minnesota is where we got to start it at. Right. Right. Yeah. yeah. I mean, the state of hockey for a reason, right? Exactly. Like you know, it's in the name, everything across the board. So we got to do it for sure. Absolutely. Yeah. Um, in your travels, are you including any ODRs in that or is it so- strictly? Oh, sorry. Yeah, no, no. I, uh, you know, it's, it's, we haven't really done a ton of ODRs yet. Um, we're getting there slowly, but surely. Uh, but like, I think just going around the cities and stuff like that, there's plenty in Minneapolis, St. Paul. Um, so like, I get kind of like a good glimpse of that so far. Um, so we're, we're knocking them out slowly, but surely for sure. Nice. Yeah. There are a lot of great barns around here too, especially in the metro area. Yeah. It's, it's, it's crazy. Like there's so many great spots to go. I mean, there's so much history in a lot of them. It sucks when like the team's bad. Like everybody talks about the Doug Wugu arena over in South St. Paul, right? Everybody talks about that being like a legendary hockey barn. Uh, the problem is it hasn't been legendary since the eighties. Well, the team hasn't been, uh, so <laughs> yeah, no, you know. we, we, I used to play up there a couple times a year for yeah. uh, school and it's like, wow, this place is amazing. Where is everyone? <laughs> yeah, it's tough. It was really yeah. tough because, like, yeah. it, again, you know, like South St. Paul, you have guys who, you know, have NHL history, right? Phil right. Housley. Um, that's, like, the biggest name that comes to mind. And then, you know, if we're talking Wild, former Wild goalie Alex Stalock. Yeah, Stalock. Yeah. yeah, Stalock, you know, was a Packer back in the day. And, you know, there's, like, some history there. And it's such a cool arena it just is so it sucks that their team, their, their girls team's good, but it sucks that their boys team is just like kind of just been in the trash the past couple of years. So, um, yeah. but yeah, that's a fun one. Uh, obviously anything with like a ton of wood up top, that's always great. Like Burnsville's barns really sick. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, anything like that. 
Um, my favorite ODR in the cities, I used to live over by Logan Park in uh, Northeast. And like just the way they have the three set up, it looks so like it looks like it's out of the Mighty Ducks. And there's just something about it that like really like just like tugs on my heartstrings. So like that's like sick. I love it over, over there. So there's some really great spots to like, you know, check out some hockey here in the Twin Cities. And even the ones that don't look like they're super energetic or like super like fancy, they have like the best energy. Like Roseville was awesome rogers yeah. is was awesome like those oh, yeah are, yeah rogers like they, they got nothing better to do up there so like you know yeah. just, and rogers know. is rogers really isn't it's a newer arena i was i was still young when that arena was uh built and started yeah. in that arena and it, it's it's good to see them good again because they haven't been good ever i don't think like i don't think they've ever been at the level they are right now and they're a top in the state they might make the tournament so 100 every game <laughs> yeah the, the rack was buzzing for sure so, yeah oh uh, yeah it was on point but yeah like i said like once you the get, whole like, area i don't yeah. know if you've been to elk river or anoka or champlin the form the form is i i don't know why it didn't get the love on halverson's rating he did a <laughs> with all of them the, he ranked the form so low which i don't understand that that's a great barn I, I respect Halvey for uh, trashing the TCO over in White Bear, though. Like, honestly, like, I, I got to give him love there. because it, Yeah, like, it, it, it sucks. Yeah, it's it's a tough barn. But, like, yeah, it's, you know, looking at some of his stuff, I was like, you know, there's some of these I agree with. But, yeah, I wish they got a little bit more love. You know, we're going to be in yeah. Champlain. Uh, we're trying to be in Champlain next week because uh, they're 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 playing real well right now. They're so. pretty good, too, this year. Yeah, yeah. They, it's cool to see the landscape. It's changing a little bit where it used to be, like, four strong teams every year, the same teams. And now yeah. it's changing up a little bit. There's different teams each year kind of making the jump up and playing good That's, hockey. I mean, you know, as the the resident Eden Prairie grad, it's it's I was uh, going to say like I was like Eden Prairie is like another one that's kind of like there's a little bit of parity to there this year, you know? Mm-hmm. Yeah, mm-hmm. It, it. I just remember, you know, like my my four years, we won twice and like it was it was basically whoever was going to come out of the late conference was probably going to win it all. Yeah. And you know so if am i correct in understanding that that's basically not that's not really the case anymore Mm-mm. no Fuck well yeah yeah it's nice to see again like because andover won last year right you know it's mm-hmm. like there's a little bit of like parody there and um you know there's something where you can like see a team like roseville make a run or you could see a team like minneapolis or orono make a run and it's just like that's really nice to be able to see this type of stuff and like see teams that aren't like the usual suspects right and like actually see like good coaching all around um so that that's the thing i think i'm like really excited about with the tournament this year is how like much parity is in the field with that said you do have your typical powerhouses right like we don't have to look at single a because hermantown exists and you know it's just <laughs> well, you know, yeah. yeah i mean i feel like what really started the parody too like you can say lakeville south upsetting number one duluth east back in 2012 but i really look at like monticello beating delano in 2017 and making yeah. that magical run to the title after that it seems like there more and more you see first round upsets in the state tournament and teams going on runs that you're like what were they even supposed to be good this year like why are yeah, they right championship that, that monticello so that, that's run, what makes it fun that monticello run was my last uh my last year in savannah and i remember i was out i had the day off and i was day drinking with some buddies and then the games were about to start and my wife was my wife and I were working like opposite schedules. So she was like done, you know, she was working. And so I was just like, well, I got the whole day to do whatever. So I went out day drinking with my buddies and then, 
you know, about five o'clock, four or five o'clock, uh, my time, it was like two or three, four, somewhere in there. Uh, I was like, Oh, I gotta, I gotta run. They're like, Oh, what's up? I was like, I gotta go watch some high school hockey. And <laughs> a bunch of dudes that have never left the state of Georgia were extremely confused. Dude, like, I'm, wait, why? <laughs> I mean, hey, man, listen, they got hockey down there now. Go Ghost Pirates, bro. You're damn That's right. <laughs> so we love that. But uh, yeah, man, there's nothing like it. It's just so wild to see the love and the passion, right? It's like, yeah, because PA, I mean, PA is very much like high school football and wrestling very much Matt wrestling uh so that's kind of the focus there and it's like seeing you know high school hockey had a little bit of its own thing like we had the flyers cup and like that was mm-hmm. fun but like it's nothing compared to like anything that happens out here you know and anybody can argue it kale mccarr you can say whatever the fuck you want about colorado it's it's like minnesota's the state of hockey god damn it so yeah, yeah. Dude, i mean well, look at our hockey day at white bear that was just uh, it was so much fun. It was it was a great. I, the games were great. Uh, White Bear Hill didn't disappoint. I mean that game was I, probably most people look forward to that one. Um, and they looked at the schedule that day. They're like, oh, okay, wow, Hill and White Bear outdoor in yeah. that. Venue. Like it was, and it didn't disappoint. So, and, that, and- uh, just another thing, put it on the checkboard that uh, we're the state of hockey. It's not about cups and national championships. It's about the culture and it, everyone plays hockey around here. It's just yeah. what it's like. You're, you're born, you come out the womb, you put a pair of skates on you, you know, it's like <laughs> how it is, man. So it, it's incredible. And, and yeah, that whole energy, that whole day from the morning to the end of the day was fantastic. So yeah, 100%. Yeah, no, I, I mean, it's sick. Also full disclosure. Uh, I, I was very confused for a second. We were talking about PA forgetting that you're from Pennsylvania. Oh, and sorry. I was like, what, <laughs> what the hell does Paul Allen care about, uh, high school wrestling? I forget. Oh, you I could, forget. oh, you could see Paul Allen as a wrestling guy. Come on. I now. could. He loves it. I, I could see it, but also like, I, you know, I, I was just like really racking my brain. Like I've never, like I wrestled in high school. I never saw PA at anything. <laughs> I mean, yeah, no, I forget that like PA is like not a common uh acronym or like common like abbreviation. I get it. No, right? I mean I, I yeah. use it I use it down here to describe like Pennsylvania, but yeah. uh in the context of our conversation, I just went right over my head. There is, there is a there is a more important PA that exists in Minnesota. So I, I, I get it. I understand. <laughs> um so what uh I, I regarding like the best barns and stuff where where are what's like left on your your bucket list you know what are the are there any are there any that you're like all right we definitely cuz like I would assume that it's going to be damn near impossible to actually make it to every single one in the, in the state. So which ones are left that you haven't been to that you're like, we got to get to that one. Yeah. So, I mean, we got a lot like still to get to in general. Um, so puck patrol itself, it's just like, I mean, we're trying to keep it in the Metro. If we ever get to the point where we get outside the Metro, which that's the goal. Um, we really want to do Hibbing. We really Mm want to do Duluth East. Um, we really want to like hit up just the iron range in general. Like, cause yeah. like, I'd Clo- recommend where the awesome. would be awesome. Um, I would love to go to Evleth, you know, over at the Hippodrome and everything. That's obviously legendary as well. Yeah. Um, I think when you talk about high school hockey and barns and just like games in general, you need to see like outside of like Rangers and Celtic in like soccer overseas, uh, Rosa War Road is probably one of the biggest rivalries yeah. like 
just culturally speaking in like the United States, like, out, like honestly. And that's like, you know, going into even like, you know, I don't want to say like college football, like iron bowl territory. Yeah. Like, easy. I, easy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's high school <laughs> hockey. Right. But yeah. like when you're talking about something that's not like a major college football rivalry, Rozo and war road is like, crazy so i think well, i mean it, it, yeah. it's in the same vein of hill white bear honestly like, i i would argue that that rivalry takes that one i i think it's the biggest rivalry in high school hockey like without i mean the, it, it's it's Rose, we can agree to disagree there he's a little biased <laughs> i get it i understand yeah good. i mean all i'll say is head over when they play in the section final this year and tell me that isn't the best atmosphere you've ever watched a hockey game in it's absolute insanity Fair enough. Fair oh, enough. Guys, I think you're all sleeping on Eden Prairie Edina. Well, no. no, it's a bunch of rich no. kids. I couldn't, I couldn't even say we with have, a straight face. We have, we have more money. No, we have more money. Yeah, no, my right? dad was, has a better job. No, my yeah. dad has a better job. Like, <laughs> fine, we get it. it's, it's all good. I'm from. I drive a BMW. No, <laughs> I drive a Mercedes. Yes. Sorry, okay, I feel like it. Dev's pissed right now. He's just nah. <laughs> nah, he's just nah, like that's pretty spot on. Right. <laughs> I love it. Um, well, so I think those are I mean, one... Sorry, my bad. No, I was going to say either way, even if it isn't Hill White Bear, if it's Stillwater Hill, Stillwater White Bear, whoever in that, uh, those three teams put together some great matchups over at Aldridge. If, you're, if you want to see a good, uh, good energy, good entertainment. Uh, Aldrich in the section final is somewhere you got to be. That's that's definitely on the list. They usually play it last, so I mean it's usually the last game, and it's yeah. paired with one other section final. So it's typically that's why it's always so packed. It's like oh, it's the only game in town. Okay. Yeah, no, should be great. Definitely. I really like once we get to the playoffs and everything, I feel like it's like the energy we've been hoping for in some of these build buildings. Like mm-hmm. there's sometimes we do these and like they're not the best, you know, and it is what it is. Yeah. Like it's a regular season hockey game, you know, football is yeah. easy. We did this during football season. There's one game a well, week. So yeah, like, yeah exactly. exactly. So and everyone goes. Yeah. yeah, yeah, exactly. So it's easier that way. So this is like a little more complicated. It takes a little more strategy. So once actual like sections happen and everything like that, it'll be nice and smooth sailing. So mm-hmm. that that's probably it for like high school hockey for like college. I mean, there is not a time I talk about something like, cause I, I was at St. Cloud and St. Cloud so far, I think has like, the most underrated energy of like any place that we've been to. Cause like, they're just, they're creative. They're also bored cause they live in St. Cloud. So it's just like, <laughs> they, they have to like kind of get a little hype about it. And everybody on that uh, video, we're like, go to the Ralph, go to the Ralph, go to the Ralph. And like, I, I know it's in North Dakota, but like, everybody's just like, it is literally the best environment for hockey in yeah. like anywhere. So, I mean, yeah. you know, and so I'll have to check it out. And obviously, um, UND is like a pretty storied, you know, uh, program. So yes. I, I, I'm definitely interested to see how that would be. But uh, also, I need a reason to go to Grand Forks. So Their fans like, are crazy. Yeah. Just insane hockey fans. Well, I was going to say, I mean, you know, 10K takes a couple of a uh, couple of fighting Hawks on your uh, roster there. So, Quite a few. Yep. yeah, I was going to say several so. former national champion Gage Osmus. Yeah, there you go. Yeah, for like, real. Just like telling Trevor to fuck off. <laughs> I, fuck you, Trevor. Uh, it's, it's more. No, Trevor. Trevor's cool, too. It's more giving him shit because he didn't play with us this weekend. I don't know you, Trevor. I'm sorry. I told you to fuck off, but I, I, I was just going along with <laughs> no, that. They're both good, good shit. Uh, good shit. 
Love it. Nah, I just want, so I, I just want to be included. We we need to have we need to have uh, them on. We were supposed to have them on last year, and then just scheduling conflicts got in the way. And yeah, I know. We still have the email in our in I, our whatever. The, the email. The first email I ever sent him was uh, the picture of Kyle Rao doing the belly dive over him. <laughs> And I was like, look, man, as the resident Eden Prairie guy, I got to give you some shit here. And he was like, fuck you. He's <laughs> not happy. Too he bad. was on that team I referenced earlier that got upset by Lakeville South, too. So, uh, okay. yeah, he, he actually good. talked about it on his pod. He scored a he scored a goal, I believe, in the state quarterfinal. Like it might it was super early in the game. And he did the Superman on one knee, like through center ice where he pulled the jersey back. And they didn't score the rest of the game and got upset. So we're ah, ah. <laughs> chirping them online. They were like, "Oh yeah, nice Selly, dude. You still fucking lost." That's <laughs> so tough, man. Who's talking um, about that? It's been oh good. god. Didn't they have Kyle Rao on, or maybe I'm? I, if they did, I, I missed it. But okay, maybe. they had. Um, I'm pretty sure they had a former Gopher on and talked about some. Talked about that. But, yeah, well, there's plenty of former Gophers to choose from there. Yeah, oh say, yeah, name, name a year. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah um no i mean uh yeah i don't know if you can call kyle rao a has-been just yet since he is still technically active active in the in the league who's yep. he with now I, i'm blanking who's he kyle blanking? rao he's yeah. with he's uh he's in the ahl he is uh is he in colorado system maybe i think yeah i was gonna say former iowa wild legend yeah exactly yeah. i lived i lived in des moines for two years and that was like all we did on fridays we just go to iowa wild games because it's two dollar beers so it was yeah. super easy oh, yeah. yeah it was great no got we the, love the iowa wild dude got a glimpse of, i was gonna say i was i i was a i had a cherry mayhew jersey for a hot second hell like, yeah cherry time a, baby i got a, i got a custom cherry mayhew jersey you got a custom <laughs> yeah yeah i was just like you know what whatever i'm gonna get an iowa jersey and so i i eventually i gave it to my friends uh, one of my friends when i moved out of iowa but like i was just like dude i have to like commit somehow and so jerry mayhew was my uh commitment it was either him or matt reed because former flyers legend uh so i had to I had to get that one in there Respect i him. forgot he played for us too yeah, yeah. <laughs> he played for like a year and a half he did i had i had hopes for him too i'm not gonna say high hopes but i had hopes that he was gonna turn it around here that was that was awful a good player that was a good couple years man it was a solid like when i was down there because it was like they made a run in the ahl play playoffs it was like matt reed jerry Dude. mayhew um i'm pretty sure nico Sturm was on that first line i think uh, so uh the hambler the hamburglar was the goalie oh yeah. yeah that was so i remember that year because uh that was the year that the charlotte checkers wound up winning that winning it all yeah and I, I was it was the in the western conference so the checkers had already punched their ticket and the western conference final we were up like 2-1 against the chicago wolves yeah and then we just shit the bed for three games in a row and I was like, are you fucking kidding me? I was at game one and game two. And it was like, I was, we were on top of the world. We were feeling great. And then just things went downhill real fast. <laughs> it was great. Yeah. I don't, yeah. I mean, I could be, I could be, I, I feel like the final of the series was like four, two, but I just remember I was watching it and like, we were up early in the series. And I was like, hell yeah. Oh my God. I'm going to get to watch the Iowa wild in Charlotte. It's going to be awesome. Yeah. And then we just pissed down our legs for like a week and a half. Dude, oh, that was so mad. Huh, sounds similar to a uh, certain profession that we have here <laughs> playing hockey. 
The only happiness I've ever had with hockey in my life was AHL. I'm not even playing because the only championship I've ever seen hockey-wise in Philly was the Phantoms winning the Calder Cup in 05 during the lockout. And oh, nice. it was, yeah, <laughs> like, that was the year. had the fucking NHL roster? Yeah, no, literally. It was, just, it was because, like, half those guys were playing. Like, fucking Todd Federick and, like, uh, the Vandermeer brothers. Like, they were, they were literally cleaning heads off. And it was great. And then John Stevens ended up getting the job with the Flyers the next year. That's sick. <laughs> yeah, because of the Calder Cup run. It's crazy. I was actually at the um, – uh, I was at the the Phantoms uh, checkers game. I think it was the same playoff year in either seventeen or eighteen. Uh, that was the longest game in AHL history, oh, where shit, yeah. both goalies had both goalies had like ninety eight saves. Crazy. I mean, I've, I've told this story in the podcast before, but like when we got there, when we first got there, there was like three or four thousand people. Everybody's everybody's going crazy. It was insane. They had one dollar beers um up through the second period and my wife worked nights at the time so she got home at like midnight and so i got done i got i got to the rink at like five or six puck drops about seven and the game is going it's going it's going and you know we get to the second period and i mean it was like one nothing or one one basically the whole game and we get to the second period i'm like okay here we go like i load up on beers and get to the third period it's tied you know, I think it was one, one, we're just going one, one. All right. And it went to, I think four overtimes and it almost went to a fifth and I finally get done. I, I plug my phone in to call an Uber back home. Cause I can't drive. And, uh, actually I probably could have, cause I sobered up cause it took so long. <laughs> um, but I'm sitting there going, Oh shit. It's, it's like 1245, one in the morning. And I like, my wife is like, where the hell are you? Oh God. <laughs> and I was like, I was at a hockey game. <laughs> <laughs> yeah like, of course, sure by myself yeah <laughs> yeah she's like what and i just sent her a picture from the ring she was like what the hell are you doing that's crazy bro oh my god the phantoms is an elite name by the Dude, way it is. Bro, it's a stick jersey it's a too great yeah. name allentown is a shithole but like i'll be 100 percent honest with you am i allowed to curse on this by the way i feel like i've been just ripping it my bad yeah man go yeah. the fuck okay. after it all right it's, cool. it's awesome. 10 it's 10k it's a 10k i just like to check production. you know it's all good um, yeah, yeah, Allentown is like the Mankato of Pennsylvania. It's just like the worst. It's absolutely Oh, you're going to make some enemies with that one. Oh, good, good. I've been making enemies with Mankato all this week. I was on uh, Bar Down Beauties earlier this week, and I was just throwing shade at Mankato. It's no <laughs> offense. I, no, I've been once, and I got COVID, and I was just sad. It's fine. I'm sure I'll like go back and like actually enjoy it. It's fine. I'm sure it's a lovely <laughs> place. I wouldn't say lovely, but it, 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 it has its... Uh... Yeah, it's a perfect it's charm works. Yeah, not, I, I wouldn't like, even say charm, but <laughs> I like Mankato. I'm not like I'm not going to sit here. It's, it's OK. I, I mean, I went to school there, dude. It's it's OK. I haven't been in Mankato in like 15 years, so I don't know what's changed. But like when I was when I lived in Minnesota, I would go to Mankato like every year for the Vikings training camp. And then it usually like once or twice other than that. And I always had a good time. So fair enough. Fair enough. It wasn't bad. I just, I was just upset. If you get I COVID, I get, I can, yeah, I just got the, I, would... I got the Rona. I was just bummed. I was like, ah, that's yeah, so I mean, yeah. That, that's gonna, that's gonna throw a, that's gonna throw a little bit of your. Yeah. But yeah. Yeah. I can, I can see that. All right, man. Well, you, it, it, it's been a true pleasure to have you on. We'll have to have you back on later on for sure. Um, before we let you go, we're going to end, end your segment by asking the same question we ask every guest before they take off. E white on the mic. Yes, sir. What is your wild take? Flyers get Bedard. 
Oh shit! <laughs> oh no. my god! Uh, we had no. that ready to go. Yeah. No, oh yeah. No, that's just that's just my hope. Um, I feel you know what? Never know the lottery system. You know they they uh, always. I hope he's out weird. east. I would love. I, to I don't him. want him in the west. Trust me, I would love to see him out east too, for sure. Um, no, I think <laughs> I think like you know it's it would just be. First of all, it would drive Chuck Fletcher crazy because he's so not the player Chuck Fletcher wants. And I, <laughs> but like at the same time, he's the one. That, if you get the first overall pick and you take anybody but Bedard, you lose your job, right? Yeah. So it's yeah. So you know, it just puts him in like a bind, and it makes me like so happy to just see Chuck Fletcher in pain. So please, I would just love to see it. Flyers get Bedard, and then everybody wins, right? Because then at that point, he's not, you know, giving the Wild any problems. He's not giving anybody else any problems in the West in the Western Conference. You just have to worry about him, you know, in a couple years, and then I can <laughs> be happy that the Flyers have somebody other than like Noah Cates to watch. Because like God, they're just terrible right now. Do you think though? I think Torts might actually shoot him. I think uh, you know what? Oh God. <laughs> It's so hard to be a Flyers fan right now. It's so terrible. Why is Chuck Fletcher the GM of any hockey team? How what he did in Minnesota and go, you know what? That warrants his, yeah. it warrants me offering you a job to run my hockey team. Let's let's dude, let's just keep on paying a bunch of old dudes a ton of money. You know what we really love? We love paying Rasmus Ristolainen a lot of money and then paying Ryan Ellis for nothing. It's the best. Dude, and we shit on him all on the time. Best all the time. He's, I, he's the worst defenseman in the league. It's not he, close. Biggest liability. Massive liability. It's so terrible. It's, and he's getting paid, like, isn't he getting paid north of five mil a year? Seven mil, brother. Seven mil. I was he's fucking That's insane. Dude, That's and, the biggest he's on a, scam he, of all time. It's the worst. Who gave him that contract? Chuck, Chuck Fletcher. Fletcher. No, no yeah. I he, see, I could have sworn he got that in Buffalo, and Chuck Fletcher just no. got track. Nah, like, Chuck, Chuck traded for him as he it was, was a fucking was sign and trade. It was a fucking sign and trade. It's the fucking worst, dude. <laughs> no, dude, I had to deal with. First of all, I had to deal with Bobby Clark. Like, and like, here's the thing: Bobby Clark, flyer, like, legendary player, greatest flyer of all time, literally one of the worst GMs to ever exist because he's the one who approved the fucking uh, what do you call it, Lindros trade that yeah. sent everything to the Abs and won them two cups. And then I had to deal with like every single like one of my favorite players, my hopes and dreams leaving the team, i.e. Jeff Carter, i.e. Mike Richards, who proceeded to win a cup in L.A. It's like my whole entire existence as a Flyers fan has been horrendous. Slores. So that's why I have no problem latching onto the wild fandom because I'm like, you yeah. know what? It could be worse. I could have like, well, no, nah, I mean, here's the thing. No cups in the state of hockey. Sure. But also like the last time the Flyers won a Stanley Cup, my dad was in high school. So that should like say enough. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, that yeah. counts. It would be pretty shitty to uh, having having your team like lose in the cup final and not even know like the puck went in the net. You're just sitting there watching Chicago <laughs> celebrate. Oh, 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 oh man! It's hey, like, what? oh, what's going on? Listen, wait, here's wait, the thing. why are they celebrating? Wait, it's in the net. Okay. Come hey on. man, Michael Layton had a wonderful run. We got to give yeah. him credit. That, that, was, that is true. Don't even get me started on the goalies. We'll be here all fucking day. Like, yeah. oh my god. <laughs> no, that I mean, we're 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 running low on time, so that's gonna do it. But uh, E White, before you take off, where can the people find you? E White on the mic. E like the letter, white like the color on the MIC. Uh, yeah, six to midnight, KDWB every oh. single night, Monday through Friday. Uh, Fox Nine, Twin Cities to do seven fifteen on Fridays here in the Twin Cities, and a bunch of other shit that you can find on my social medias. So yeah, boom. 
Easy. You can tell you've done that before. Uh, a couple times here and there. <laughs> Two, three. <laughs> All right. Cool, man. Thanks, brother. Hey, we'll, man. Uh, we'll, we'll talk soon. Sounds good. Thanks, guys. Later. Peace. All right. Big thanks to E. White on the mic. We, uh, it's good to have that guy on. Like we've, you know, worked with him before on other podcasts. This is the first time we've had him on, uh, on wild takes. So it's good to just mm-hmm. like chill out and do wild takes. And he's, he's so easy to forget. It's so, so easy to forget that he is actually one of those scumbags from Philly, you know? Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, all right. Before we get into wild takes, uh, I wanted to throw something out at you. Um, the wild as it currently sits, uh, have the 13th toughest schedule remaining. So, you know, a little bit tougher than average. Um, cool, whatever. Not so, you know, is what it is. They're also currently sitting at 55 points. Excuse me. Um, and the uh, the estimated playoff uh, berth is, uh, is 97 points for the year, according to uh, to Joe Smith. So in order to clear that, I mean, the, that would mean that the the wild need to get, you know, quick, uh, quick math here. What 40, 42 points? Yep, small well, thirty eight, isn't it? Uh, yeah, it's ninety seven. Yeah, no, you're right. So yeah, thirty eight, and then so yeah, thirty seven, so thirty nine, really to to clear that. Um, there's what 32 games left i think on the schedule they're basically so, going to need 15 wins and five ot losses right in that range well somewhere yeah that good math no it's not no nah, i mean that's short but they're yeah. going to need basically they're going to need 15 wins at the minimum i mean you, yeah i mean done without 15 I, I, wins. I, I think you have to win at least half <laughs> i think yeah i think you got to get I, I mean, I think it's got to be closer to twenty wins. Like I agree, but I'm trying to 18, trying to stay positive. Eight, eight. Let's call it. Let's call it nineteen wins. Um, you know, or eighteen wins. Eight, 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 eighteen wins is what you know. Five. Let's call it here. Let's call it. Let's do this. Sixteen wins and six OTLs. So that's you know, a sh- it's basically you playing five hundred hockey the rest of the way with a slightly tougher than league average schedule. It's doable. Yeah, they got to play well starting tomorrow. Yeah, and I mean, you know, we know that the league isn't going to be doing a, the wild any favors with the the draft lottery, so like we definitely can't no. count on that if we miss if we miss out on it. Um, That'd be insane if they that, missed the playoffs and somehow. <laughs> I think I think with the new rules, the highest they could yeah. get would be like the yeah. fifth pick. Just but I mean, fifth, still, but it's a that would be draft. absolutely insane. Would be very funny. Um. No, so thanks. like you know, we don't need to harp on on the issues anybody that's watching the games can see you know the team can't score in five on five and has a penchant for just taking stupid 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 penalties um one of those things can be fixed at the trade you know via the trade deadline one of those is you know a little bit more of an internal thing um i i i i've said it before i've said it a handful of times i really think that like if this team can stay out of the goddamn box they're not a like they're actually a little bit better. It's 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 hard to get into a rhythm, especially at five on five. It's hard to get into a rhythm when you're in the box every like four minutes. I mean, yeah, I don't remember what the I don't remember what the exact uh, timing of everything was in in the uh, in the Stars game, but in the the Arizona game, I think we spent like eighteen minutes in the box, sixteen yeah. something like that. Like that's when you spend an entire almost an entire period. 
a man down like yeah it's it's no wonder you lost to a bottom feeder team like yeah you can't do that um it's been rough but they 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 go through these spells and they always come back on top so let's just hope it happens again yeah we're, we're we're back in that like peak like 2013 to like 2018 wild season where it's like they're like start strong dip off around you know at the beginning of february and then and then push right into the playoffs mad rush push right into the playoffs and then yeah we've seen this we've seen this game before Let's hope this year they can finally put it together when it matters. So, all right. Um, well, without we'll do this at another time because um, we don't want this to be a thirteen-hour show. But um, do you think? What do you think? Do you think the Wild will be buyers or sellers at trade deadline? And then here's the kicker: we're just not gonna follow up on that. You just. What uh, you say? Um, you say buyer or seller. I say buyer or seller, and then we talk about, about staying it more. pat. That's that. Yeah, that's fine too. So, I think yeah. they stand pat. I don't I think, think they do anything. I think they buy. Um. All right, and we'll talk more about that next next week. And um. Yeah. So that is going to take us to the end of the show, and we're going to end the show the same way we end every show by giving our wild takes. Such. What is your wild take? Uh, Vikings have a top 15 defense next year. Damn. All right. Yeah. I mean, to I go- think, I think Flores is the guy to employ the people. I don't think as many buyouts are going to happen as people think. I don't know if the Vikings are going to go crazy and buy everyone out in my opinion, but I hope they do. <laughs> I hope some of these guys are on the outs, but I think Flores is the guy to employ some of these players and how they play. So like Harrison Smith in his defense, that's a little better than Harrison Smith in a shell defense where you ask him to cover. So yeah, I'm- no, I mean, the the very basic Brian Flores defense is put your corners on an island, let them shut down guys, and then basically just like come up with creative ways to send extra help on the pass. Yep. Which is what we struggled with this past season. And I think if we sent pressure, maybe even at a 35% clip, for God's sakes, I, Donatell was just sitting there. He's like, all right, let the quarterback in the pocket. We have guys out there to cover him. Well, evidently not. <laughs> there isn't anyone out there to cover him because we have people running wild on us. Yeah. No, I think, I think um, Flores is exactly the guy. So that is my wild take is a top 15 defense in 2020. I like it. I like that. Well, 2023-24. Like, 2023, yeah. I, I, I like the idea, too, that, like, Going from, I think this is true, going from the literal worst defense in the league to slightly above average is enough to make this team like a serious contender, I think. Yeah. Oh, 100%. They're assuming, off. Assuming I, the offense off a cliff, but like. Well, I don't, that, there's no way as long as JJ and Kirk are healthy. I mean, those two should be just fine, you know. Get them, maybe get them another receiver, help them out. Yeah is good i mean shit you get another receiver now hawkinson's free some of the or most of the time it's yeah so well that 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 actually brings me to my wild take um we've seen a lot in the media i mean hell earlier today adam thielen went on i forget what show but went on a show and said basically like i don't know if i'm gonna still be here next year you know because like the business side of things um adam thielen he is currently We've heard Adam Thielen uh, go out and say, you know, I don't know if I'll be back here next year, the implication, the money and everything. Um, as it sits right now, uh, he he does have a chance to get out. Um, he 
he has a potential out of his contract. He's 33 years old. Um, if he is on this team next year, he will count for just shy of $20 million against the cap. That's a lot. Um, but if he's not on the team, he, that's a $13.5 million dead cap. That There's just nothing that can be done there. Uh, everybody seems to think, though, that Thielen will at some point just get moved and scooted out. Um, whether that's, you know, some sort of a cap casualty or something like that. And it kind of goes along with what you're saying about the buyouts, you know, and th- things like that. Um, Adam Thielen makes a lot of sense. He clearly has lost a step. Um, I get it. But I think Adam Thielen's going to retire a Viking. I really do. And uh, I think he still has a little bit left in the tank. But I think if Adam Thielen is your third receiver, put him in the slot, kind of like how he was when he first started his career. You know, I think if you you put him in the slot, I mean, he he's a little bit slower, yes, but he doesn't really have a ton of mileage on his, uh, you know, on his on his body because he's only really been. I mean, he's been playing since 2013, right? So 10 years in the league. Um, but the reality is, I mean, he was. Full-time starter 2017, 2018, around that. Right, yeah, 17. So, I mean, so, maybe, yeah, 17 was kind of his first year. 17 he, was the first year of the, was the first year of his four-year contract. So, yeah, that was his first, like, real, real season. Um, so, like, he really only has the mileage of a guy that's been playing for, like, six years. Uh, he's a little slower, yes, but I think he can still be an effective slot receiver. I think that the, I think the KOC is clever enough to come up with ways to get him the ball. I think you're right. If we find a number two guy or if KJ Osborne just steps up and becomes like a bona fide number two guy, then yeah, then you have, you know, you have JJ, you have uh, JJ and KJ on the outside. You have Thielen in the, uh, in the slot and you have uh, Hawkinson out of the tight end role. I mean, that's a, that's a tough one to spot and yeah. you know, you can just find Thielen, find Thielen and find him in the seam. I, I this is why it's a wild take though. I get it. The, the cap consequences and everything, it's going to make it tough, but he's got two years left on his deal. Um, he, he says that he wants to retire a Viking. I understand it's a business. He understands the business. We'll see. I would love to see it happen. Maybe this is just wishful thinking, but all that to say uh, that long winded soliloquy basically saying uh, Adam stick around and Quasi keep him around. All right. <laughs> i'm just looking at his his uh I, I thought he was over a thousand yards more years than he has been it's crazy nah he's he's always been like solid i touched on he's a touchdown guy just yeah a touchdown he's, guy. he's a good he's a good red zone target because he doesn't need to be super super quick he just needs he doesn't right. need to be super fast he can just be quick and shifty yeah. um which is great for him so yeah do you have anything else no i'm good Sick. Then that that uh, that's going to do it for us here at the uh, the Wild Takes podcast. As always, thank you for listening to the Wild Takes podcast presented by Ten Thousand Takes. Go give us a follow on social media over at at Wild Takes Ten K, and make sure to follow along with the rest of the Ten K stuff as well. If you like the show, tell your friends. If you hate the show, tell your enemies. That's a win win for you. And remember, it's not just about working hard and having fun. It's about fucking winning. Stay safe, there, folks. Get the fuck out of bed, bitch. Go. Oh, fuck me. I just thought of a perfect, um, a perfect stick tap for me. Uh, fucking piss missile is killing it right now. He's on a fucking heater.